ladies and gentlemen of Rumbles. This is Timothy Fowdy, host of Eternae Veritatis, coming at you at 12.51 a.m. in the morning, Saturday morning, November 20th. This is going to be a Saturday morning special for you. We're coming here with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial commentary with my esteemed colleague and good friend. Would you like to introduce yourself over there? Uh, yes, and for those of us joining us on Spotify, Facebook, or uh, on the RantReloaded.com, this podcast is, you are listening to The Rant Reloaded. Welcome to the podcast, and uh, to my associate's uh, 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 live cast uh, that we're doing, a simulcast. So we are both broadcasting at the exact same moment here to our respective shows. Uh, so, Tim, uh, thank, you, thank you for having me on your show, and welcome to mine. Or welcome Thanks back to mine, to I here. should say. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, All right. So, let, let's, let's, let's jump on into it. Uh, we're cover- we've been covering, at least on my podcast this week, and I know Tim's been covering it a little bit on his show, uh, the Rittenhouse trials that have gone on this week, obviously, uh, well, what would now be yesterday, a verdict finally came down uh, declaring Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty on all charges. Yay. Uh, the jury did the right thing. So we're here tonight, uh, this morning, to discuss that and discuss the uh, uh, the. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Backlash? (laughs) It hasn't really exploded into a backlash yet, but uh, yeah, pretty much the the backlash of the or the result the the reaction from the public, I should say, of the uh, of the um, of the verdict. Right, and and the. To that point, I've got a couple of videos. Uh, we'll get into those in a little bit here. But uh, to that point, yes, I, I I did record a couple of videos over the last couple of days here. One of them was uh, um, basically just a, a fair warning, essentially. Don't come to Wisconsin looking to start trouble. Right. You know, we don't want that here. I'm pretty sure everywhere else in the country doesn't want that either. It's not it's not a threat. It's just a warning. Like, come on, guys. There there's there's a time and a place to be protesting and right now when justice has been served and an innocent man has been declared innocent has been declared innocent by a jury of his peers, that is not a time to protest. That is that that is a time to celebrate for justice as it may be blind as it is portrayed in every statue that holds the scales and the sword of justice, it is not dead in this country. That is cause to celebrate. I, well, I will agree with you. On our end, at least, it's a, it's a cause to celebrate because it is a great victory for the Second Amendment and the, the, the right to defend ourselves. Um, but uh, by the same token, uh, unfortunately, the left does not see it as a victory. They see it as a uh, as a defeat, something to be railed against. If you were, and I know Tim, you were following it today. If you were following it today, the left wing propaganda machine that we like to call the news media 
of course, tried to rewrite the narrative and steer it back into a racial issue or and a gun control issue. So it, it's oh, sad that yeah. the West can't just say, okay, the, the, uh, the jury came back with a verdict, justice was done. Uh, Twelve jurors who had no relationship with the, with the defendant came back with a not guilty uh, verdict, and it's just not acceptable because white man evil. So. Oh yeah, white white devil, white devil. You know. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I mean, it's sad. And... Uh, they've turned it into a complete racial issue, even though. Everyone involved in the Rittenhouse incident was white. So, yes. uh, uh, I don't see where they're pulling race out of that, but uh, that's well, I mean, that... the, the, the connection on that one, I think, is, is, uh, is, is more or less because of Jacob Blake. This whole thing happened because of Jacob Blake, but then you could also toss it back to the the knee on the neck and all that other stuff from Minneapolis that happened. It's like it, it's it's one of them things that I've I've learned over the time of watching these leftists and and how they how they do things. They like to start in the middle of the story, and I'll point out that in a couple of other areas here. I got a video pulled up on my feed right now. I'm not going to start with this yet. We got other things to get to, but well, the uh, the video that I got pulled up on my feed right now. Right. If you don't mind, kind of uh, narrate the videos, because obviously uh, podcast listeners aren't going to be seeing the videos, so that way they can uh, kind of be on board where we're at. (laughs) Yeah, we got to get we got to get some way to to simulcast this right to your your computer where I can actually hit the button in a place for both of us. So that way your, your listeners can get the, uh, can get the listening in, you know, on, on uh, Spotify and my viewers can get it in on rumble all at the same time and all that. Um, but there is a certain section of this video where essentially the, the, the guys stealing slogans that traditionally conservatives have used and they're stealing slogans and trying to use it for pushing social justice, right? And, and of that's... course, of course, my slogans. Uh, you're you're referring to the uh, the the conservative talking points, right? And that 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 uh, that conservative talking point has always been all lives matter. That was popularized by Glenn Beck. I, I listened to him when he coined the phrase um, just over three years ago. Actually, I think it was just over five years ago when he first coined the phrase. It was back during the Obama years um, when uh, Freddie Gray and the hands up, don't shoot thing was going on. Right. His his slogan, because back then that was when BLM really got to start. And his slogan to combat the Black Lives Matter thing was all lives matter. Oh, not just black lives. You know, according to what, we're not allowed to say that. Well, I mean, I don't really care what people think about me and what I say, so I just say whatever I want, and they can just deal with it. I was, of course, being sarcastic, but uh, hey. Well, right. No, no, no. I told you. I totally get you. But now that these guys are starting halfway through the story and trying to act like they've been saying all lives matter all along, when I see right in the back there, I see a Black Lives Matter flag hanging up there, and I see a... um, 
a, a uh, black liberation flag or African liberation flag or whatever right, the heck it's called. Right, which they're now trying to call the Pan-American flag. What the hell is Pan-American? Right. We, uh, we, we well, are America, not Pan-America. <clears throat> Well, that's the stars and stripes, but in the colors of black, red, and green. Um, exactly. The 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 African liberation flag is just three stripes. It's uh, red, black, green in that order, or vice versa, um, depending on how you hold the flag. I'm not really yeah, too sure I, on I, what the proper think, way is, but that flag is not my flag, I so think, I don't know. I think our leftist uh, Americans have adopted that black liberation flag and just change the orders of the colors on it. So, right, right. Um, so it, it's to, to the, to the point of this video, um, there is one particular section here that I kind of wanted to get to. Um, and I, I guess the, the viewers on rumble probably get this a lot clearer than the, the listeners on your podcast because I, I, I feel sickened in my heart to just hear this guy talk this way um, because he, he really does just make an absolute mockery of this country uh, when uh, he's speaking. Real quick, what I, what I can do, if for those of you who want to see the videos, if uh, Tim will be kind enough to uh, send me a copy of, his broad, of this broadcast after we're done with it in video format, I can post it on the rantreloaded.com. So if you're on Spotify, if you're on Facebook, you can go to the rantreloaded.com, go to our video section, and it'll be available there. And and I can actually give you the uh, the the YouTube links for the the uh, video. I'll send those over to you promptly here. And special timestamp on uh, twenty nine seventeen is uh, one of the guys who spoke who, quite frankly, made me sick to my stomach to listen to him talk. Um, but the guy who was stealing, outright stealing slogans, and that that's exactly what he was doing. He's the guy with the big black bubble coat with the fur around the, around the hood. Um, he starts speaking right around 21 minutes of this video. So right. um, just keep that in mind. That timestamp is going to be important. Uh there we go. I'm going to send you that link right there in the rant reloaded. So that way you have it. Okay. <clears throat> um, this, this guy, when he's talking here, he, I'm going to skip ahead here. Okay. So they're clapping. They're clapping. I'm sure they'll be able to, when, when you're, when you play the video, they'll at least pick up the audio on it. At least they should. As long as you're, uh, your screen is transmitting as well. I don't know if it's yeah. so. We'll I'll let you know if I hear the audio from it or not. Bear in mind, folks. Please bear with us. Well, this is the first time we've done a simulcast, so obviously we're going to have a few kinks to work out. Right. Right. He's talking about vigilante tactics. This is not vigilante stuff here. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're, folks. You're gonna have to go to go to my go to the rantreload.com to ch or or to the YouTube to check out the uh, the videos because we're not we're we're your microphone's picking up the audio but very uh, quietly. So we're yeah, not very quietly. So, 
So this, you could also go to my profile on Rumble and and watch the the stream there as well. I've got this video up there. Um, it's playing on there right now, but it's more or less this will probably get struck down and not monetized at all for just playing that little snippet. But you know that the whole conversation breaks down to where they're they're using the talking points of the right because it's, it's something I I spoke about not too long ago actually right. I think. I talked with you about on, on one of your radio shows that uh, the right has a messaging problem, but not a message problem. We got the right message. We just have trouble getting it out. Exactly. Whereas the they, left, well, they have no problem getting their message out. It's the wrong message, but uh, they right. do get it out, and many times they will take the message of the right and contort it just enough to support their talking point. So, And that's exactly what they're doing here by saying that all lives matter because that's exactly what this dude says, but he's doing it to promote social justice and equity. Now, equity, as you guys know, all sounds great until you get into the nitty-gritty of what it actually stands for. And uh, I, I saw a great meme of this once. I think I actually have it on my, uh, my Google... Um, one drive at, at somewhere in there of where you have three guys at a baseball game, one's super tall, one's medium sized and one's really short. And they all have boxes underneath them. Now, one of them says that that first one where they all have one box underneath each one of them says equality. And then equity is where the shortest guy has all three boxes. Well, it has, oh. has two of the boxes. He can see over the fence to the ball game. The medium-sized guy has one box. He can see over the fence to the ball game, and the tall guy can just see over the fence. So that's equity, and then you have socialism and all that. And the socialism part is where dude has his knees cut off and is put over by the short guy. Right. And none of them can see the game. <laughs> right. So, um, so basically, it, it's it's one of those things that equity sounds great until you realize that what equity means is that those who have more or those who aren't in a position to feel like they've been victimized by anything will end up being victimized in favor of those who have been victimized in the past or feel that they have been victimized to give them more. Yes. Uh, so it doesn't matter if, if you're being victimized currently. It's more about if you feel like you have been in the past, you're going to get what the other person has. Well, I like that you threw in there, feel that you have, because... With what's going on with BLM and Antifa and all that today, they're 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 claiming themselves to be victims because oh well we just feel oppressed. There's been no real oppression going on since uh, the Emancipation Proclamation. Now, granted, yes, the uh, the segregation thing lasted a little bit past that and whatnot. Uh, took them years right, to get the would... rights to vote and whatnot, but still, in today's age. Uh, to tell a person because of your skin color, you're a victim, or to tell somebody because of your skin color, you're the one that are victimizing people, that is up and total bullshit, excuse my language, and it is flat-out racism. Oh, it, it totally is, and that, that's, that is the, the, main, the main point of all this, is that they're trying to divide us further, and, and that's the other thing that they talk about, and that this guy... 
actually speaks on in this video is saying that uh, that they're against all this this division and stuff like that. But they're also essentially saying that if you're not on our side, you're on the wrong side. Yes, their their you know, thing is that not they are the only side. Their thing it's like is, no, you guys aren't. They're against the division as long as everyone is in agreement and compliance with them. See, that's the difference between the left and the right is the right says, you are free to disagree with us all you want. Just stay within the legal limits of those disagreements. The left says, you're welcome to disagree with us, but if you don't, if you do, we're going to bully you until you do agree with us. Right. The the beatings shall continue until until uh <laughs> Until morale approves, uh, improves, just like uh, Bongino always says. Exactly. The beating shall continue until morale appro- uh, improves. And that is the the real sad truth of this situation, is that they're trying to beat us over the head with this with this rhetoric. I mean, just like we saw in that video earlier today outside the courthouse of of that, that chick saying, I'm, I'm a marked man, I'm a marked man. And that was a lady. Exactly. A marked man. A marked man, and then she she fakes a seizure, and then she comes right back twenty minutes later. Exactly. Like now, I did mention in my broadcast earlier I was concerned about this lady at the time I was seeing the seizure. I do want to note the reason we're now saying fake seizure because an ambulance came and took this woman away supposedly, and fifteen minutes later she was back on the scene. Had she had an actual seizure, seizure she would have been gone a lot longer than just 15 minutes. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I think she's even standing around here somewhere at this little pavilion. Um, but I can't be too sure. I don't I don't remember seeing her exactly, but I think she is there. Exactly. It was um, a publicity stunt in order to garner sympathy. Oh, uh, it was it was a photo opportunity. And and the reason why I say that is cuz did you notice? Did you notice that right when she had that seizure that some dude jumped down right in front of her with a telephoto lens on a Nikon and there. Yep, it's just like exactly. snap, snap, snap. Like had to get the right angle. Like this is a perfect picture moment here. Exactly. Like, oh my God. Exactly. Like, that, the, the, the left must play the victim. Otherwise their narrative falls apart. All right. All right. So we're going to move on from the, the videos here. I want to get to the tweets that you sent me. Uh, I got them pulled up here. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, you'll we can do that and then get into uh, the statement you have from uh, from Governor Evers. But uh, yep. yeah, these these tweets this just shows the the uneducated ignorance of the left. And uh, I honestly want, and I, I it makes me sick to do so. But I'm going to start with uh, with AOC Al Alexandria. Huh? Did I think they got out of order again? <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, are you let's, able to switch, get... or do you want me, or who do you have up currently? Okay. No, they didn't get switched. For some reason, just skipped around on me here. I don't know why. Okay. Um. Anyways, so we're at Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yes, we're going to start with AOC, and I'm sorry every time this woman opens her mouth and the garbage spews out of it. I just want I I, I just want to start throwing up, but. Uh, we have AOC here who states in her tweet, what we are witnessing is a system functioning as designed and protected for those it was designed for. Uh, you, you, can, you can catch her uh, dual meaning here. 
Uh, basically, she's saying it's a system for white people, for rich white people. Okay, she goes on to say, my heart still breaks for the communities and families whose grief now compounds and the countless others who will be denied and deprived in similar scenes across the country. So basically, she's saying... I, I can just... No, go I ahead. I can just see her tears streaming from her eyes saying, my heart still breaks... Yeah, I don't think this would. The, 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 I'm sorry. Excuse my language. I, I I tried not to curse, but this woman has the, the this woman is an ice-hearted bitch. I doubt her heart has ever broken for anybody except for herself. <laughs> so uh, it, it, no, no, it, it broke for her fiance when when they found out that she was smuggling him money. Uh well, sorry about his luck. Uh, but anyway, I mean, you you can get the innuendos here of uh, uh, of the the racial undertones with the protecting those it was designed for, meaning white people, and what she's talk who she's talking about, and the countless others who will be denied and deprived in similar scenes is she's basically saying, oh well, because he's white, he got away with it, but uh, are the black communities that we are supporting or the uh, not necessarily. They're not even supporting black communities. They're just supporting uh, uh, leftist extremists like BLM and Antifa, who, if they go out and they start murdering people, will probably be held accountable. I don't know if they actually will, because they weren't held accountable for burning down this country. So, where she's. I'll tell you this right now. I, I don't think that they actually support BLM and Antifa. I think BLM and Antifa support them because every single time that you see the, uh, if you follow the money chain on on any of these donation websites for BLM and Antifa, the major collection agency for those donations is a DNC. Well, yeah, yeah, like straight I, up. I, I agree, <laughs> but the thing is that it's a it's it's a quid pro quo. They donate to the DO to the Democratic National Convention, and then the Democrats, in return, basically turn a blind eye to any illegal activity they commit. Oh yeah, they give them political cover. That's 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 what the trade-off is. But still, they 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 do all this crap. They get all these donations, and it goes straight to like campaigns so, like it's Hillary's a campaign. Support. I wasn't necessarily referring yeah. to financially, but it is a mutual support. <laughs> but. Uh, and, and but moving on, we we next have Miss Bette Midler. Used to respect the hell out of her as an actress and even a singer. Her her singing voice wasn't as great as her acting, but it it, it was still not bad. Uh, but with this statement she's released, I have literally lost all respect for the woman. Uh, and obviously she has no idea how to spell. But uh, she types, she she writes hashtag Kyle Rittenhouse found not guilty though spelled T H O we saw him kill too fundamentally stupid I predict he will go on to a big career on hashtag Fox and in hashtag radical right wing circles which counts as a plus for them a tragic day for. Decent thinking, feeling, ethical people everywhere. So they're saying, even though the she's saying, 
I don't, I'm guessing none of these people actually watched the trial or watched the videos from the trial. Because I don't think any of them watched the videos from their riots. Because I mean, how how are they, you know, ethical and feeling and thinking and decent people when they're smacking a a seventeen year old kid with a with a skateboard, and exactly. and not to mention that, that but that, jump that kicking exactly him right in the head. That is exactly <laughs> the point I'm making, and all the uh, businesses they burnt down, the 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 business owners that they nearly kicked to death. So, I mean, right. seriously, and robbed right in the middle of the street. So, that's okay, and that's ethical, but a young man defending himself is not. So, I mean, I, I, I was astonished when the prosecutor gave the, the in his summation of the trial, that Kyle Rittenhouse should have waited till he was actually receiving a beatdown and about to die before he should have de defended himself. Like, oh, right, really? right. I mean, he, he had to hope and pray. And I, I actually listened to the uh, the closing arguments from the trial, and and uh, that was one of the points that the defense made in their closing arguments was that he's like, but he, he ran away, which he's not required to do by Wisconsin law. Exactly. He's not required to run, but he ran. He ran almost two and a half blocks before turning to fire the first uh, first shot. Exactly. Actually, that was that was that was at the, that was at the second site. Uh, skateboard dude. He ran two blocks after that first one where he was set where the the ambush was set up because it was an ambush at that first exactly. at that first place. Um, and he was he was running to try to find police to say, "Hey, look, I just shot someone. I need help." Now, what kind of person who is a shooter as the prosecution calls it actually actively says hey i just shot someone i need help i need to find the police report this let them know what's happened turn myself into them what kind of active shooter does that no an active shooter doesn't do that an no active an active shooter, shooter is someone who's actively shooting people. exactly he so, was not actively shooting anyone exactly and, uh you have him running away uh, you have jump kick guy who uh, I forget what his name One is. Around but they, degrees. Uh, supposedly, until the end of the trial, nobody knew, uh, and the jury was in deliberation. Nobody knew who this individual was, but it came to find out that prior to the trial, the prosecutor, had all, the prosecution had actually spoke with jump kick guy, and just decided to hide his identity. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I heard about that. So, so I mean, it, it's 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 pure insanity. The the lengths of which this prosecution went to that they haven't been that those prosecutors have not been disbarred or at least sanctioned. And if the courts do not file if the defense does not file sanctions against them, there is a problem. Oh, I I think that's going to come. I think that's going to come one way or the other. I mean, I heard that Graham Allen is going to contact uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and help him sue the federal government and all these news agencies, which I certainly I'm wishing and hoping I and hope, praying I for. hope he gets <laughs> I hope he gets at least a few million from each and every one of them. Not just all together, but from each and every one. 
I certainly hope he sues for ownership, essentially. I mean, what what amounts to suing for ownership? Basically, you, you sue for so, many, so for so much money that the only way they can make good on that debt is just to give you the company. You know, I hope awesome. he does that to, to like MSNBC or CBS or any of these other news agencies that covered Biden's campaign last year where Biden said, hey, I'm going to uh, – that this kid is a white supremacist, and they parroted it, and they made it sound like it was legit. Exactly. You know, I hope they, he sues they, they the pants off of them. They continued for a year to beat into everybody's head. This was an action of a right-wing, white supremacist extremist. And that's just not the case. Right. The facts don't support that. There was never anything entered into evidence that even suggests he was it was a white supremacist, uh, let alone right. and he, he even, racist. And, I, he, he, and that's, that's what they were worried there. That, that's what the FBI was trying to find on this phone was evidence of white supremacy and all this other crap. Kyle Rittenhouse gave him this phone, gave him the passcode, said, I had nothing to hide. Exactly. Go ahead, look. Exactly. And, and I like that you brought up uh, these, these news stations because he, and suing them because even after the verdict was rendered, they continued to perpetrate the lie of this being a crime and uh, Mr. Anthony Hubbard, Joseph Rosenbaum, and... Uh, Gage Groish, whatever his last name is, were the victims. Well, if yeah, he was uh, not Gross guilty, Cruz. if yes, if he was not guilty, then there was no crime. If he was not guilty, then they were not the victims. If he acted in self-defense, that makes him the victim. Right. So, yet the left I mean, wants to continue to perpetrate this lie and try to that's... steer the narrative back to what their original narrative is so in order to save face because they can god forbid they actually admit you know what we jumped the gun we were wrong and oh by the way we've been lying to you for the last year oh that 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 was something else i saw on a video uh, uh put out by uh bonginoreport.com um it was a reporter from msnbc i believe it was that uh um, tried to skew what happened and make it into a narrative that they could use by calling the self-defense strategy that the, that the defense used and that Kyle Rittenhouse initially stated and has stuck with this entire time. Um, they called that a theory. Now, I have a piece of you know advice for this this uh, this reporter that said that. They said that it's it's a it's a um, self defense theory um, that that the the gun that put him in danger was also the gun that he used to defend himself with. It's like okay, wait a minute here. That made my brain hurt just by thinking about that for even a half a second. Well, yeah, and, so, and, and they were I'm, going. I'm gonna, on, they were using the statement uh, that the prosecution made. Oh, you can't be in possession of a gun and uh, and claim self defense. Well, right. first of all, that's a load of shit. According to our Second Amendment, yes, you can, because we have the right to bear arms, and it has <laughs> nothing to do with hunting. It has to do with being able to defend yourself. Right, and I mean, that, that, that goes with our intrinsic, uh, um, you know, Article 4 rights. Article 4 of the Constitution states that we have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So if someone's trying to deprive you of, of life, Okay, then guess what? 
they that means you right also have life. the right to defend yourself. You have the right to defend yourself because of the fact that you have the right to life. So if someone's trying to deprive you of that life, you have the right to life, which means, guess what? They're trying to deprive you of that. You have the right to defend it. Exactly. Sorry. What it is. So that means if you have the Second Amendment to the Constitution, which is the right to bear arms, that also means that you have the right to bear arms in defense of your own life. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, mean it, I, I don't understand how they don't understand this one. Like, I don't get they, it. They, I, they understand it. We have learned, especially quite recently, the last uh, 20 or so years left has been very vocal that they do not support the Constitution because the Constitution does not support their agenda. Their agenda is right. completely I'm, I'm, contrary I'm, to the United States Constitution. No, I, 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 I get that part. What, what I'm saying is I don't understand how these people can just get away with thinking or, or get away with, with touting all this BS. I don't understand how they can think it's legit that their talking points make sense at all. Well, like, part I, of the, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> part of the reason that a lot of sheeple, and I use that term sheeple, because oh, I know. a I lot know. of a lot of people in America are are sheep. They will parrot whatever they hear. They will believe whatever they hear if they hear it enough times. So our left wing propaganda machine, which we call the the the, the local the national media. CBS, NBC, uh, etc., constantly drills this into the head of the populace. Uh, This is a tactic that was used by Nazi Germany quite frequently to continually tell their people something over and over again until their lie became the truth. And it didn't. It's it's not so much lie actually became truth. It just became that the lie was so constant that it was became believed without question. Oh yeah, and that that that's the thing that uh, that it's really is, is kind of funny is that they're they're repeating history in that regard. But here's the funny thing is that if they repeat if they follow that road all the way to its final conclusion, that they're going to make America fall apart by virtue of having lied to ourselves this entire time so what we believe false statistics because that's exactly why the 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 USSR fell apart in the end was because they had lied to themselves so successfully that their numbers weren't matching what reality said exactly. after after and, what 40 and, years of existence under under uh, the stalinist uh, agenda you know well there <laughs> I mean, there's there's some circles and I happen to be among them that believe that that is literally the left's objective right now is to tear down America in order to merge into this one world utopia that they they keep talking about, which is yeah, that, that's, purely that, that is the problem though. It's not a utopia. That, that... It's not a utopia if the people are not free. And I mean, under absolutely the, such right a, on such that a regime, we would have no freedom. It would be the government says this, this is how it is, plain and simple. The people have no say so in anything, including who their government is. Right. No, that's. I mean, you're you're spot on with that one. I'm, I'm, I'm more or less, you know, just stating that it just. I don't understand why these people think it's going to work. Eh. Like, 
the do you understand what what I mean by that? It's like I know I, that I, I do understand. I know I, that they aren't going to be successful. I, I do I don't understand. understand why I do. They think it will be. <laughs> okay, let, let me throw this in here. I do understand what you're saying. Believe me, and I'm not debating it with you. The only <laughs> contention that I have with you on this is that it's not going to work because so far historically it's been working quite well. Unfortunately. Yeah, people well, are no, I, I, people are buying the bullshit. Oh, absolutely. They're 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 buying into the BS. But that's that's kind of the the that's kind of the 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 um uh the Stockholm syndrome. Exactly. You, you know what I mean by that? It, I mean it, it's Stockholm syndrome, of course. But it's like the entire country, and I'm I'm stepping outside with my headset still on, so you can hear me talk. I just can't manipulate the screen yet. Um, <laughs> the Stockholm syndrome of this whole situation is is easily put that this country has been held hostage by the leftist agenda for the last couple of decades now, and and that's that's where the 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 hostage starts to see eye to eye with their captors right. now they're, they're that that's happening to a lot of them well but, but uh, where where the stockholm syndrome is ending and and the john McLeans are coming out and the nakatomi plaza you know yeah. is that the hostages are nice starting to see eye to eye with, with hans group you're absolutely fucking right dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're, we're the john McLeans. we're the ones that are saying yippee kaye motherfucker Right, you know? <laughs> and I mean, blowing up half the building. <laughs> it is. It, 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 I agree with you. It's all ridiculous. I agree with you on uh, on the the thing. I think this has been going on for more than just the past couple of decades. I would say this has been going on I mean, for at I least the last fifty years. I mean, they just they just become extremely vocal and not trying to hide it anymore within the last couple of decades. Right. I mean, it actually, it originally started with Nikita Khrushchev when he made that threat of, you know, we'll get to your kids through the school, through the, uh, through the university systems. That's where it really started. And, they and it started just alongside them right. with the Black Panthers and it kind of conflagrated from there. But the last two, three decades is where it's actually started to take hold in our school systems exactly. in a larger way than what it was before. Exactly. So, and the left's not even trying to hide it anymore. There was a time oh, at, least, at, at least they weren't just slap you in the face with it. We're going to do it, but we're we're going to hide what we're doing. That way, we hope you don't see it. Now they're just playing flat out like, okay, here it is. Oh, yeah. And people are dumb enough to say, oh, okay, well, who cares? We're going to follow you anyway. Yeah, I mean, before it was something that they did secretly in the closet, you know, and now they're just balls out ugly with it. <laughs> exactly. And why? Because they have managed to take over our higher education, take over our uh, remedial education, and basically program our younger generations into just accepting their way of life. Absolutely. I mean, hey, have you have you listened to any Jordan Peterson in the last uh, couple of, in the last couple of months? I have not. There there's this one really great uh, seminar he puts on where he where he discusses um, the the problems with communism and why it will never work and i mean i can't quote it for you right here and now but i i highly recommend to your listeners and and to my viewers that they go and look up jordan peterson's best um best comments 
it's like a it's like an hour long video of of different seminars he made and my god he just lays it down so hardcore on why the left are a pack of idiots right <laughs> right i i full, i fully i can fully uh, appreciate and agree with that statement the left has proven themselves to be bumbling fools okay with a, with a crowd of lemmings that will gladly jump off the cliff with them just despite the nose on their face oh yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> so, uh, let me know when you're back in to where you can go to the next slide. That way we can uh, continue with the most recent uh, serial killer slash mass murderer in the United States. Mm. Of course, I'm referring Wait, to Mayor Bill de Blasio, who oh, basically God. set up retirement homes as death camps. Oh, and here I was thinking you were talking about Gavin Newsom. <laughs> <laughs> we are coming to him. <laughs> oh, we're going to get to him. <laughs> so, All right, I'm um, heading back in here in two seconds here. All right. Um, but, yeah, it's... It just is mind-blowing how they think they're actually going to be successful with this when there's people like me that still draw people like you people like my brother jeremiah for god's sakes he we're, there well, are too uh, many patriots alive and well what in this they're country counting on what they're counting on since they have indoctrinated the younger generations is that eventually our generation's just going to die off and go away that that's what they're hoping for all right, so I got the Anthony Huber, jo okay. Joseph Rosenbaum slide up. Okay, uh, here we have Mayor Bill de Blasio, again, one of the most profound uh, mass murderers slash serial killers, in my opinion, in recent time. Okay, and I've already stated as hey, to why. He's only the so. second biggest. Well, there's room, there's definitely room for that argument. Homo. But, it was Cuomo who was the biggest one. Right. Uh, but uh, going on, this mayor has stated, and, and of course he's following the leftist narrative of uh, the people shot are the victims and Kyle Rittenhouse is the criminal, even though it's the other way around and the court proved it and it was determined today with the not guilty verdicts. But he goes to say... Anthony Huber and Joseph Rosenbaum are victims. They should be alive today. The only reason they're not is because of a violent, dangerous man, because, or excuse me, is because a violent, dangerous man chose to take a gun across state lines and start shooting people. Okay, I want to stop before I continue right there uh, and mention. First of all, <laughs> line number one, okay, Anthony Huber and Joseph Rosenbaum were not victims. They were the people perpetrating the crime, which resulted in Kyle Rittenhouse having to defend his own life. And that's lie number one. Lie number two, a dangerous man who chose to take a gun across state lines. Number one, uh, all of Kyle's actions showed that he was not violent. He was a uh, member of the police explorers, a member of the junior EMTs, junior fire department, try uh, learning how to save lives and defend people. Okay, 
second of all, he went up to Kenosha to clean graffiti off the schools. BLM left this garbage graffiti. He went to clean it up. So he's a dangerous man just because he disagrees with the left. Okay, doesn't make him an extremist. We don't even, we never even established if he if he agrees with with, with conservatives. He just agrees that right is right and wrong is wrong. He has certain rights, and he he wanted to reach out and help the community that his father lived in. Okay, that's why oh, he's I mean, there. His even, father even lived the, uh... in that community, which means he spends a lot of his time in that community. While his, his actual residence is with his mother uh, south of, of Kenosha, his actual he's, uh, his home is also in Kenosha. So that's his community, too. Uh, all these people right. saying, oh, well, he should have never been there. Well, his dad right. lives there, so yes, he should have been there. And frankly, <laughs> I would argue he had more of a right to be there than than 90% of the protesters that night because they were... Yeah, because most almost, of them were from Chicago. Most of them were from Chicago and other areas out of state. Uh, even even Grosskreutz was uh, from 50-plus miles away. So right. if Rittenhouse didn't have, shouldn't have been there, well, neither should have Grosskreutz. So that's his point. I mean, it was, it was, it was actually proven... Um, even by the the uh, defense in their closing arguments, they they even brought it up. This, I mean, he was there to render assistance. He had his he had his pack with the uh, the medical symbol on exactly. it. He also had his gator box out there, and and that gator box that he's talking about was a big bright orange box that was a medical kit. Exactly, okay? and I'll add That's, on that the he media was there to render assistance. The media. There was a point when he actually went. To one of the protesters who had gotten injured, not by him, of course, but they had gotten injured, and this was earlier in the evening, to render aid to them. The the media conveniently. I think left it was actually even out. that guy. Uh, I think it was actually bicep guy, who who he tried to render assistance to before he encountered them later on that night, and they said, "No, screw you. We got our own medics." Exactly. Uh, the next thing I want to point out that's a bold-faced lie is that. He chose to take a gun across state line. Had he done right. that, yes, it yeah. would have been illegal. But the evidence has shown that, no, he did not take the gun across state line. He did not have that gun at his home. That gun was with an acquaintance already in Kenosha because that acquaintance had purchased it for him. Right. Okay? Yeah, and that, it was that's... not illegal to do so because under Wisconsin law... A 17-year-old can be in possession of a rifle, doesn't matter the caliber, a 17-year-old can be in possession of a rifle as long as it is not a short rifle, meaning a shortened barrel, shortened butt stock, such as you would see on a sawed-off shotgun. It has to be over 18 inches long. Exactly. That's that's the point. It was like it was like uh, 27 or 28, maybe even 32 inches long, and And that's the barrel length. Unless I'm and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, there's been some argument of, oh, well, that's only if they're hunting. That statute states nothing about hunting. No, it does not. I mean, it was put in place so that way teenagers could hunt, but it does not state in the law that it has to be specifically for hunting. And ladies and gentlemen, Tim is from Wisconsin, so if anybody should know what the laws up there are, it's him. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So, I mean, that's how I, that's how I know even as an ex-felon, I can't own a firearm, but I sure as hell can own a crossbow. Right. Like, I mean, I know I can. That was actually a piece of legislation put out by Scott Walker that was put on a three-year probationary period to become law at the end of that three-year three, three year probationary period if, the, if they found it worked out well. And it did. It did. It worked out fine. So um, that's now law. I can own a crossbow. I've got it sitting right here in the corner of my office. And it's right. a nice crossbow, too. So, I just wish I could own a muzzleloader because that would be kind of awesome, too. So here we have three or four lies already from uh, Mr. de Blasio, Mr. Mass Murderer. Uh, and then he says, to call this miscarriage of justice is an understatement. Okay, well, uh, we could say the same thing about you, Mayor de Blasio. Uh, the, the fact that you have not been run out of town for murdering the elderly in your city uh, is right. absolutely amazing. I mean, <laughs> that's the understatement. <laughs> exactly. Understatement how of he, the century. How he hasn't been, and this this is going to be a race card buzzword for all those idiots out there who want to try to follow this one up. How he hasn't been lynched from the nearest tree is a miracle. Like, I don't understand it. Or at least tarred and feathered and set on fire. Oh, God, that's even worse. Now, now let me me clarify. (laughs) Neither one of us are actually condoning or encouraging that anybody goes out and does these things. We are just wondering how they haven't happened yet. Right, I am. It's it's an absolute marvel in my mind how these things have not happened to uh, Mr. De Blasio. After all, he's went and De Blasioed all over his city. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And by the way, I will state this just for the sake of uh, it needs to be stated with uh, today's political climate. Uh, uh, Please do not uh, take actions into your own hands and actually accost this man in any way. Uh, If we are to to deal with him, if we are to win in situations like this, it must be through our justice system. Uh, There is one thing that the left says... uh, that has said through the entire trial, which I agree with, even though they were incorrect in the context that they were using it. Vigilante justice is not an acceptable thing. So, uh, and no, contrary to their claims, there is no evidence supporting the claim that Kyle Rittenhouse was simply a trigger-happy vigilante. No, no, he was not. And I totally agree with you on those statements. Even though I do believe that uh, um, police departments and sheriff's departments around the country need to ignore any kind of stand-down orders when it comes to dealing with uh, riots. So that way, vigilante justice never has an opportunity to happen. Because I think that was the main reason why this entire situation happened was because cops were given a standing stand-down order and told to disengage and turn away from the rioters. that's why Kyle Rittenhouse was accosted in the way that he was. Yes, because I wonder, if he had police backing, I, you um, know, it you, you, you have to wonder, and I, I already know what the answer is. But had the governor of Wisconsin or the mayor of Kenosha had it been directly the communities that their houses sit in that were burning? You can believe me that they would have never told the police to stand down, but because it was oh, the oh. because it was the was not the commu- the rich communities that they housed themselves in. Oh, go ahead and burn it to the ground. We don't care. 
Oh no, the, the the police did cordon off those particular communities so that way the riders couldn't get there. It was the more or less the downtown, the business area of the city that got that, that saw the flames, and exactly. that's exactly what they were hoping for. Which, because the left is, is all about. I mean that that's that's the whole. <laughs> That's the bigger picture of this whole situation: is that the left is trying to destroy this 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 country's economy and and this country's ability to do business and actually have power. That's what they want, and that's exactly. what they that achieved way, with last year with the entire and country why burning. Is that? If our if our economy crashes, uh, we see like we saw back in the time of the Great Depression, the entire nation becomes dependent on the government. Uh, well. What happens when an entire nation becomes on the go- dependent on the government? They become servants of the government. It's no longer the government serves the people. It's now the people serve the government because they have to in order to survive. And we become Venezuela. Yay. All right, next slide. Anyhow, Mayor de Blasio continues on in his next moronic tweet. The, this verdict is disgusting, and it sends a horrible message to this country. Where is the justice in this? We can't let this go. We need stronger laws to stop violent extremism from within our own nation. Now is the time. Now, what he's calling here for is obviously stricter gun control laws. However, uh, his statement that is completely in 100% fallacy is using this case as a argument of violent extremism. Again, now, now, no evidence. I, I want to go ahead. I, I want to say something here with this because this this whole this whole tweet kind of strikes me as as okay. What have we experienced within the last two decades? A war against violent extremism in foreign nations. Yes, and now we're seeing. Uh, we need stronger laws to stop violent extremism from within our own nation. Now, what do you suppose stronger laws to stop violent extremism within our own nation would have to do with? When what do we find when what do we, what do we find happens to violent extremists that we find in our nation that are from other countries? What happens to those people? Uh, they usually get arrested, uh, prosecuted, and then deported back to their own country or sent to. Uh federal penitentiary sent to gitmo or face death penalty because they've already executed their crimes exactly. so if if violent extremism is is their benchmark for even saying like uh hate speech is is now violence and and all that so what, what do you think would happen if someone uses hate speech under more strict violent extremism laws exactly they'd be looking at the same punishment but and, and I, I, I want to clarify, they are, they are not here talking about foreigners that come in and threaten our, or threaten our nation through terrorist no, acts. No, no, they are What he's referring to as violent extremists is anyone on the right who would dare challenge the left agenda. That, Absolutely. And they have, all, they have stated it clearly to everyone that supported Donald Trump, everyone who opposes Anything that the left does, uh, even those of us who were calling the BLM riots for what they were. They were not peaceful protests. You cannot peacefully burn a city to the ground. They were riots. But those of us who dared call them riots, we were dangerous, violent extremists. The only way you could possibly 
peacefully burn a city to the ground is if it was one of them uh, ghost towns out there in, in Utah or something like that built out in the middle of the freaking desert for a project that was completely disbanded and let go. And there's literally not been any inhabitants there for like, you know, the last 60 freaking years. Right. Yeah, you could probably burn that place to the ground pretty peacefully because I don't think anybody would fight you on it. Nobody lives there. So, okay, let me know. let me rephrase that. Burn a populated city to the ground. I wasn't trying to critique your your, your messaging on. I'm saying that's about the only way it could happen. Is right? If, is if nobody lived there for the last sixty years, nobody had any property rights there, and nobody would have any qualms about you burning the place to the ground because nobody cares about it. However, places like Minneapolis, Kenosha, uh, um, you know, Dallas, Texas, parts of Chicago, parts of New York. In every other city that that saw this violence and 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 largely criminal and domestic terrorist activity um, over the past year with Antifa and BLM burning everything they they set their eyes eyes upon, okay, those places people care about. People do business there. Those are centers of trade and commerce within our communities, and we just allowed them to be burned. Exactly. Because everybody was too darn afraid to stand up and call them out. That's why people like me and Troy exist, because we call this out. Exactly. And, and folks, make no mistake about it. When he's talking about stronger laws to stop violent extremism within our own nation, he is talking about making it illegal for anybody who to disagree with the leftist agenda. We've already seen Anyone this. Anyone uh, uh, property. They, we've already seen this in in where they tried to manipulate the FBI into declaring anybody who challenged a local school board as a potential domestic terrorist. Anybody who disagreed oh, no, with the school not a board. Potential one. It was not a potential domestic terrorist. They were they were outright stating that it is going to be domestic terror well, exactly. because we had that comment in our community at our, at our local school board meeting that they were not going to allow anyone to speak on certain um, occasions depending on what they were talking about, especially exactly. when they were talking about masking up our kids and ma- vac- vaccine mandates. They were saying that if we disagreed with them, that we would be considered domestic terrorists exactly. and walked out and of the just, building. And just recently, they they tried to weaponize the FBI against parents if the declare trying to tell get the fbi to label any parent who disagreed with this or challenged the school board is a domestic as a domestic terrorist fortunately uh even though we have a director of the fbi currently who was appointed by biden he was smart enough and say uh, to say you know what that's not our realm. That's not our realm of jurisdiction. We have no jurisdiction there, uh, so we're staying out of it. Oh, and and another thing I want to point out with this uh, stronger laws to to stop violent extremism, they're not talking about Antifa and BLM. Oh, of course not. As I said, anyone who disagrees with the leftist agenda, be it we know that BLM and Antifa both support the leftist agenda. They're, they're talking, exactly, they are talking about anyone who would dare stand up to defend their property or their family or their loved ones. I mean, that's or their this, rights. That, that's what this entire Rittenhouse trial was about. Pretty much, how dare you stand up to us? You're, uh, you're nobody. Why are you standing up to us? Right. 
and that that's that, that's really the sad thing is that now saying that you are a free person that that you are a freedom loving individual um is soon to be considered a a you know violent extremist position to hold like exactly i i i'm i'm at a loss for for the idiocy that we're facing in our country with this kind of crap i mean like i really am uh, that makes two of us, and like I was joking with you earlier, it's it, it almost seems like we are on the verge, uh, at least, and it's a little bit off topic, but uh, it's still the leftist agenda on the vaccines of, oh, well, you can't cross state lines with that, without papers showing you were vaccinated. Like, uh, there are your papers. We have ways of making you talk for a line. Papers? Papers? May I see your papers? Exactly. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, and that—that's—that's that's the other thing that that really kind of irked me. I just found out the other day that my uh, my stepdaughter had been uh, um, had received the flu vaccine while at school without notifying us. Yeah, like, this, like, this this is what, this what is just happened. We, this is where we have a big problem where the parents' authority is being stripped away from them. And parents are just letting it happen. Listen to me. If you have a child in school, I don't care if it's in kindergarten. I don't care if it's in uh, the, their fourth year of college. You need to know what they're doing to your children. You need to know the curriculum they're teaching. You need to know what they're doing to them medically. Because the, the left has made it clear, and I stated this in one of my podcasts the other day, that parents have no business in our school system. That uh, Basically, they have said that the parents are no longer have any business raising their children. It's on the government to raise the children. And they are stripping you of your rights. And if that doesn't piss you off, you need to be ashamed of yourself. Oh, oh that's, that, that's, uh, that's, that is the understatement of the century. Anyways, let's let's move on to the next one. I believe it's uh, Mr. Gavin Newsom. Mr. Gavin Newsom, uh, one of the we, one of the most the ignorant people I've ever heard open their mouth next to AOC. Uh, well, no, I think Nancy <laughs> still got him beat, but still. Okay. Um, yeah. Good morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> that that takes the cake. Right. She had a little granny seizure right there on TV. Good morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> okay, and again, this, this statement just shows uh, Mr. Newsom's ignorance, okay? America today, he says, you can break the law, carry around weapons built for a military, shoot and kill people, and get away with it. Okay, first of all, again... Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty by a jury of 12. It was not the judge who found him not guilty. So whether or not the judge was was showing favoritism towards Rittenhouse is irregardless. A jury of 12 people are the ones who found him not guilty. Okay. As such, he didn't simply shoot and kill people. He defended himself. So that is a, an inflammatory misrepresentation of the facts. Okay. Second of all, an AR-15 wall originally was designed for the military. The military rejected it for the better, although closely designed, M16A1 through A4 rifles. The A, uh, the uh, AR-15, which is, the AR stands for Armalite, not assault rifle, 
was designed <laughs> as the civilian equivalent of a military weapon. It does not. And end. most people don't Yet, even know that. Too. The That's military the equivalent part. of the uh, uh, of the civilian equivalent of a mil this military weapon, the a the M sixteen A one through M A four, is inferior to the military equivalent because the military equivalent has a further maximum effective range. It is able to fire in three-round bursts, which the AR-15 cannot do. The AR-15 will only fire in semi-automatic. That means one trigger pull, one round. Whereas an M16, a military weapon, is you can set it for one trigger pull, three rounds. So uh, he's, he's completely ignorant and apparently doesn't know his weaponry. Right, and I mean, I want to want to take this whole this whole tweet right here, and and I kind of want to break it down in a in a in a very different way, but it also kind of shows the absolute absurdity of the level of hypocrisy this guy has just displayed with this one tweet. Um, America today, you can break the law, carry around, or carry around weapons built for a military, shoot and kill people and get away with it. That's the message you just sent to armed vigilantes across the nation. Let me tell you something, Gavin Newsom. What the hell do you think you did all last year with your city, Portland, burning to the ground while you had mobs of armed vigilantes as they saw themselves? Because after all, that's what anti-fascists think of themselves, that they are vigilantes. They are carrying out law enforcement in in their own image, what they think law should be. Exactly. Okay, that's As what they're doing. And, and they're carrying around things like Molotov cocktails, clubs, crowbars, guns. I mean, people got murdered out there in Portland at gunpoint, shot to death right there on the city streets. Exactly. Okay, he allowed them got, to simply take over his city completely. You've got military-grade weapons. Now, now you might not say that Molotov cocktails are military-grade weapons. Let me let me ask people out there a question: What do you think most freedom fighter armies fight with? Molotov cocktails. Exactly. Mm, that's um, a great point, isn't it? But uh, they're carrying around military-grade weapons and getting away with it. So huh. yeah, Mr. Newsom, if anybody has sent that message to vigilantes across the nation, it was you because the simple right. fact that. Kyle Rittenhouse was declared not guilty by a jury of his peers, a jury of 12 different people, okay, ceases the argument that he was a vigilante. Had Vigilanteism right. is illegal in the United States. Uh, anyhow, if you're on the right, it's illegal. Apparently, if you're on the left, it doesn't matter. But it is, right. it is on the law books as a crime in the United States as such if he was acting in the capacity of a vigilante he would have been found guilty on each and every charge right you know and that that's that 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 brings up that brings up an excellent point that really does uh so so you have you have Kyle Rittenhouse who's judged by a jury of his peers to be innocent doesn't that also mean that by virtue of being judged innocent by a jury of his peers, that by that same jury of his peers, he was also judged to be abiding 100% by the law? Exactly. Exactly. They hey. didn't consider the lesser charges because, because the, none of the charges met the criteria 
for the crime of which he was accused. Right. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. The the idiocy that these people are displaying because they have a title to their name. So I'm going to jump back over here to the uh, Governor Evers okay. uh, release a Real statement quick, regarding I do, I Rittenhouse. Just say this, I just want to say this one thing. To those of you who uh, who whose tweets I read tonight, and those of you who have made similar tweets, uh, there's an old saying, it's better to keep your mouth shut and let the world think you a fool than to open it and prove it. All you people making tweets like this are proving your idiocy, how ignorant you are to the reality of things. You're living in a fantasy world. Wake up, smell the coffee, and start interacting with the real world because the fantasy world you're living in is garbage. I couldn't agree with you more on that one. All right, so we got uh, Governor Tony Evers today released the following statement regarding the verdict in Rittenhouse case. No verdict will be able to be bring back the lives of Anthony Huber and, Jos and Joseph Rosenbaum or heal Gage Grosskreutz uh, injuries, just as no verdict can heal the wounds or trauma experienced by Jacob Blake and his family. No ruling today changes our reality in Wisconsin that we have uh, we have work to do toward equity, accountability, and justice that uh, that communities across our state are demanding and deserve. Kenoshans are strong and resilient. Actually, I'm going I'm to stop right here for a second. Okay, so that first paragraph there. Um, no verdict will be able to bring back the lives of Anthony Huber and Joseph Rosenbaum. Yeah, okay, fine. Or he'll gauge Grosskreutz's injuries. Um, it looked like he could use his right arm pretty good. Yeah, I mean, did it, you see that in those videos? Yeah, in the courtroom, I mean, it didn't seem like he was suffering any ill effects from having his bicep blown off. Bicep I mean, blown days, off and then, and then reattached and, and healed up. Yeah, it seemed like he was doing that, just fine. Exactly, and, and that quickly, uh, <laughs> uh, ha appearing at least to have full use of it, really? Yeah, I mean, almost almost a year and what? A year and a month? A year and two months later? Hey, that's that's a that's a phenomenal recovery. I mean, I okay. know I know soldiers who have taken rounds on the battlefield that 10, 20 years later they're still not fully recovered. Right. Right. And okay, so just as no verdict can heal the wounds or trauma experienced by Jacob Blake, Jacob Blake and his family. Okay, so Jacob Blake's wounds were essentially self-inflicted because of the fact that he went to his vehicle and pulled a knife on the and was attempting to pull a knife on the cops, who then forthwith shot him. Exactly, and pulling a weapon. And let me after he was being extremely belligerent and, and well, let me remind raping a woman. Exactly. Let me also remind people that uh, Mr. Blake was no saint. The reason the cops were called oh, God, to begin no. with is because he was attempting to unlawfully kidnap his, uh, a child. Granted, it was his child by birth, but he was not granted custody of that child, and he was attempting yeah, he to had kidnap no legal that right child. To take and uh, not only that, but he, he also um, digitally raped a woman um, not two hours beforehand. So it's, it's one of them things, that this guy was... A, a known sex offender at that point, okay? He was a known kidnapper at that point, and he was also armed at that point. Exactly. So cops were well within their rights to shoot him on the spot. That's 
there, I don't know what the argument about that one is. I don't know why Governor Evers thinks it's right to even sit there and try to um, um, coronate uh, Jacob Blake with sainthood. Especially since the review board came back and stated plainly that the officers that it was a justifiable shooting. Exactly. Exactly. They claimed um, it a good shoot. It ends right there. For for Mr. Governor, for you to bring this back up is lower than low. You are scum of the earth at this point. Oh, it's it's absolutely reprehensible. Absolutely reprehensible. And I think he needs to go have some ice cream because I think he suffers from the same thing Joe Biden does. You know, where right. you know, they need ice cream to help them remember shit because <laughs> obviously he's forgotten. Um, now. This this whole thing this 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 last sentence here is something I've actually been fighting vehemently against in my own school district with one word in there. He says it. He makes it very pointed and clear what his agenda is. He says no ruling today changes our reality in Wisconsin that we have to work to do that we have work to do toward equity. Equity. Sorry. Equity. I had to uh, pop uh, off the head the word... for just a moment. I do apologize. Oh, you're fine. Um, equity is is a word that essentially was coined for the meeting that, that is known for today by hmm was that was that Karl Marx? Oh, I think it, I think it might be. I believe you're right. So so um yeah so we're we're gonna move on from that because I, I don't really want to go through the rest because accountability. Anybody who believes in equity doesn't really actually believe in accountability. So those two words right there make the whole sentence an oxymoron. Um, Kenoshans are strong, resilient, and have spent the last year working every day together toward healing. This case and the resulting national spotlight on the Kenosha community and our state have undoubtedly reopened wounds that have not yet fully healed I echo the calls of local Kenosha community leaders and join them in asking everyone who might choose to assemble and exercise their First Amendment rights in any community, please do only do so safely and peacefully. Rather like the peacefully burning building last year in Minnesota? Hmm, exactly. I wonder. That's, that, that's um, my question. What do you mean by peacefully? Because if I remember all yeah, through the BLM mean, riots, you were calling them peaceful protests. Right, right. Do, do you mean my definition of peaceful? Or do you mean the left's definition of peaceful? Because those, exactly. are, those are two different things. Okay. My, my, my thing of, of peaceful is going out there, holding up a sign, and, say, and, and chanting a little bit, you know, waving at people, smiling, having a good time while sitting there standing up for what you believe in. A lot like what the parents of Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, the city I live in, did earlier this year when protesting the, the mask mandates in our schools. That was peaceful because right. nobody, nobody brought any weapons. Nobody was violent. Everyone was just, they were standing up, having a good time with each other and standing up for what they believe in, representing what they believe in. That's peaceful. Burning a building down, burning a city down, looting, rioting, spray painting everything, destroying cars, destroying buildings, destroying gas stations, that is not peaceful. So you might want to remember that, Tony Evers, when you speak, that you don't know what you that that the words that you think it means what it think it means doesn't actually think it means what it, it doesn't actually mean what you think it means to everyone else. So we must have 
peace in Kenosha and our communities. And any efforts or actions aimed at sowing division are unwelcome in our state as they will only hinder that healing. Hmm. So are you, are you talking like like uh, not standing with the communities last year when all this crap went down, not standing with them and accepting Donald Trump's offer of, hey, National Guard, buddy, I can send them in. I can send them in. All you got to do is say the word. That's all you got to do. So you're talking about unity as in your kind of unity, but not unity that serves everybody. Yes. He, uh, in other words, by unity, he means compliance. <laughs> do as we say. Doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. Just do as we say. Right. 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 I've seen the pain and the frustrations of so many, and we must remain steadfast in our commitment to ending violence in our communities. That, that's kind of funny that you say that, Mr. Evers, because you didn't seem all that committed to it last year. Right. Supporting victims and survivors as they heal from trauma and rooting out disparities that are so often inextricably linked to that kind of vi- to that violence and trauma. Hmm. Again, that, I mean, I mean, again, we must be unwavering in our purpose and our promise to build a state where every kid, person, and family can live their life free of violence and have every chance to be successful. So, so wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second here, buddy. Wait a second. So you're telling me that you're committed and unwavering in your promise to build a state where every kid, person, and family can live free of violence and have every chance to be successful? Hmm. Hmm. Let me ask you a question. This is going to get a bit off topic here for a second. I hope you don't mind, sir. Certainly. Um, but uh, is, is that is that why you're, you're uh, making it harder for people to get a job right now? Is that is that why you totally back Biden on his plan of destroying our country because you want everybody to be successful? Is that why you are increasing our property taxes? Is that why you are giving the health department every back door into enforcing his mask mandates and kicking kids out of school who just want to go there to learn and be successful? Is that why you refused to be there for us when we needed you to be there last year. Right. Because you're so committed to every person in the state being successful. I, I, I don't understand why you think that you are when you're not. So to finish this one up, yeah, and, we must and move This forward. last paragraph I, I just, I find so utterly humorous. We must move forward together, more united, more motivated to build the sort of future we want for our state. One that is just, one that is equitable, one where every person has the resources and opportunity to thrive. And I will not stop working to if, to achieve that vision. Um, I find that statement very it was laughable that way. because we already know that whenever the left calls for unity, what they truly mean is complete submission to their to, yeah. to, to their mission and agenda. They, they don't mean finding a middle ground and finding common ground where everybody can stand together. They mean you come to us. Exactly. We're not coming to you. 
That's what they want. Exactly. So, and and this whole use of the word equitable. I mean, does does, does he understand what the word equitable means? I mean, does he really understand what the word equitable means? Equitable does not mean equality. Okay, equality is where we all have equal opportunity to succeed in life. However, equity means that we all have equal outcomes. Exactly. Basically, where you no take one away from those that are more than the weakest link. Exactly. Uh, you take from those who are successful and give it to those who really have done nothing to earn it. That's exactly what that means. That's why I posted up on Facebook. I said, you know what? This statement right here really tells me, sir, that this entire shindig, actually all the blood that was shed last year in Kenosha and other cities throughout Wisconsin is actually on your hands, sir. That this, The blame for everything that has happened over the past year in Kenosha, in Madison, in Milwaukee, all the violence that spread throughout our state last year rests solely on your shoulders, sir. Exactly. Uh, the, I, I, I'm going to give a little, little uh, off, little, it's on topic, but off topic. But folks, listen to me. Anytime somebody says, we're here from the government and we're here to help, be Run. very wary because they are lying through their teeth. That is the most dangerous statement that any government official can say is that we're from the government. We're here to help. And, Don't believe and, them. And, and Run the other way doubt, as fast if, as you possibly can. If you doubt me, ask any Native American because they heard that for years. Oh, we're from the government. We're here to help. And look what happened to them. Yeah, little bighorn. Trail of tears. All right. <laughs> right. Right. All right, so here we got uh, Biden's statement. And I say Biden using the dreaded air quotes. This is actually his puppet masters talking. While the verdict in Kenosha will leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned, myself included, we must acknowledge that the fury has spoken. I can imagine him saying this in, a, in that whisper thing in, his, in the mic. Remember that? Right. I can, I can imagine this whole thing being read in that voice. Um, Myself included, though, we must acknowledge that the jury has spoken. I ran on a promise to bring uh, Americans together. Right? Right. <laughs> because I believe, <laughs> sorry about that, That's because I right. believe that what I had to, I had to do my best impersonation of him there. Um, because I believe that what unites us is far greater than what divides us. Yeah, that's why you've done your best to be the divider in chief. Um, I know that actually, no, I'm sorry, that was Obama that was the divider in chief. You're, you're just the, the vice divider in chief. Um, you know, I, I uh, just, just real quick, I, I have to actually, uh, on that voice you did try to imitate him, I have to picture it sounding more like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. My precious. He actually does sound a lot more like Gollum, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> <laughs> I know that we're not going to heal our country's wounds overnight. Yeah, it's been a year. <laughs> but I remain steadfast in my commitment to do everything in my power to ensure that every American is treated equally with fairness and dignity under the law. Now, see, he didn't use equity in that. He didn't use equity in that. Which I, I'll applaud Obama for being smart enough not to interject that. Okay, because you know it was Obama. I'm sorry, oh, Biden. 
Right. Um, I would, I, I don't know. Is that the uh, the what you just read? Is that the first statement that he made, or was uh, was that the second? Because I know he actually made two statements, and I, I think they kind of the, contradict uh, one. one another. I think this is the second one. I uh, I know that this was his his actual one right there on the video, but I'm not going to play that because um, you know I want your your listeners to be able to hear it, and I don't really want to have to narrate it because I. Right. I I don't have that kind of attention span. Sorry. Okay. Um, let's see here. I urge to finish that one up. It says, I urge everyone to express their views peacefully, consistent with the rule of law, violence and destruction of property have no place in our democracy. Funny. You weren't saying that last year. The yeah. white house and federal authorities have been in contact with governor Evers office to prepare for any outcome. In this case, I have spoken with the governor in uh, this afternoon and offered support and any assistance needed to ensure public safety. You know, see, he actually accepted, he actually accepted National Guard assistance like a week ago well, before I the deliberation think that, started. I think this point that he, uh, first of all, I know an election season is coming up soon and I don't think he could have afforded not to because, oh, let's right. be honest, every... Every single person is in Kenosha has said point blank, we cannot survive another catastrophe like what happened last year. Oh, no, I, I, I know. I know. And as a citizen of Wisconsin, I feel that pain because Kenosha is a port city for us. <laughs> right. It's an entry. It's a port of entry. Essentially, it's a port of entry. Um, I mean, Racine's actually the port of entry, quite frankly, but <laughs> Kenosha is is closer to being a bigger city than, than Racine is. So it's one of them things that while Racine acts like our front gate, Kenosha is kind of the, the city center in that regard. Right. And then you have Milwaukee, which is the big urban center that, that sucks all the life out of Kenosha. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, that, that's the thing though, is that what's good for, uh, you know, what's, what's good for, uh, what, what's that old saying? What's, what's good for the, goose. something is good for this. Yeah, what's yeah. good for the goose is what's, good for the gander. Exactly. So if you're going to turn down National Guard from Donald Trump, then you might as well turn down turn it down from from Joe Biden. But that's not how it works because Joe Biden's part of his party. Exactly. No. Exactly. The so, reason but, he, he turned it down from Trump is, oh, orange man Trump bad. Had so if we accept something from him, we're saying we're, we're makes him look he's good. not as bad as we're trying to convince the world he is. Yeah, that makes him look good, you know. So you can't can't do that. Can't do that, you know. See, that's that's why this whole this whole speak of unity is so shallow. Because last year when we needed everybody to be unified, they they couldn't they couldn't be they couldn't be farther from being unified. No, no, and like uh, and like I said, their definition of unity is complete subjugation and compliance to their will. But here's here's something that illustrates the division. Here is something that straight up illustrates the division, and it's within our very highest chambers of power. Kamala Harris's statement right after that. Okay, today's verdict speaks for itself. I have spent a I've spent a majority of my career working to make our criminal justice system more equitable. See, she tossed it in there. It's clear that there is still a lot more work to do. So while while Biden's handlers are, are trying to sow unity. Kamala is sowing division. So her idea of making, just to use her words, equitable or law enforcement equitable, 
is to remove their funds so there's less of them. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That, pretty much. That is like uh, that 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 is like cutting off your nose to spite your face. You know, and that that's the other thing that on that first video that we were I was trying to watch earlier is that they were talking about reimagining Kenosha. Where 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 else have we heard that? Oh, exactly. Re reimagine law enforcement. Reimagine the United States. We've heard we've had it beat into us over the last umpteen years by the leftist propaganda machine. Yeah, and that that's kind of kind of where all this is really heading for them. Is that they're trying to reimagine how law enforcement is. They're trying to reimagine it so that way they can have um hmm, what is this? Capital police. You know that? Because exactly. of January sixth, they want to extend Capitol Police to Chicago, which would give them reach all the way up here into Wisconsin. Capitol Police, I believe, in, in Los Angeles. They, they want out there, which would give them all sorts of reach out there. Maybe it's San Francisco. I forget Basically, which one it is. They want federal police in every state which would yeah, uh, they, which would remove they the sovereignty do away. status of each state because each it, state yeah. is considered sovereign. Uh, be, uh, it is a it is considered a part of the United States, but still separate in the fact that it's sovereign and each state is able to govern itself. The the left anyway, doesn't sir, want that. The left is... wants every citizen uh, subjugated to the federal government. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, that's, that is kind of what it boils down to is they want to federalize the police force. They want to do away with local police forces. They want to take justice out of the hands of local judges and local, uh, you know, local uh, um, authorities. They want to do away with all of that and make the whole police force federalized. Gee, where, and have, we, where have we seen this happen in uh, history where it became an epic mm. failure? Oh, yeah, right. that's and, right. Hitler's Nazi Germany. And and what started that all? The Enabling Act. And what's what what brought about the Enabling Act? The burning of the Reichstag, which they have tried to equate to January sixth. Exactly. That's we're repeating history, people. You know, we're we're watching the rise of the Nazi Party, and I'm 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 sorry, of you guys are wrong. Right. It's not conservatives. Exactly. It's not conservatives. It is definitely not conservatives. I mean. And and when it comes down to what party lines, in comparison to our country, to Nazi Germany, where it was, where where they were then, where do you think Hitler would have fallen on the spectrum if he were alive today in our country? Huh. He wouldn't have been a conservative. Definitely not. Definitely not. They. Uh, He'd have been a liberal. The, the the people who most identify with Nazism, which identified with Marxism, is of course liberal. And Rolls. Democratic Party, and a lot of people, so uh, a lot of people think, uh, "Oh, Democrat sounds great." We're a democratic nation. We are not a democratic nation. Read our constitution. We are a democratic republic. There is a difference. Actually, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even go as far as to say that we're a democratic republic. Okay, we were founded as a democratic republic. We we are a we we are a republic that goes through the form of governance through representative democracy. That's it. That is the only place that democracy actually fits into any of it, is that we are democratic in the form of how we elect our representatives. Exactly, and that is what the definition we are a of a republic through and through. Republic is. And I mean, well, 
there i'm trying to think of it here democratic republic would have been like ancient rome well we're, we're not actually a democratic republic in that if, sense if you look at rome the way our founders fashioned this this country they used rome as their template they used rome as a template but they also used like uh, um old norse as a template how they how they did things with it has to be democratically voted upon if you're going right. to go to war, if you're going to find peace. Has to be the whole village has to come together. Okay, that's that's how they came up with their jarl system and king system. The kings were voted in by the jarls. The jarls were voted in by their people. Right. That, that's how the representative nature of it came to be. But you're right. It was it was formulated off of the idea of how the, how it was structured around a big nation like ours, or what would become a big nation like ours was off of Rome, but the form of how we did it was more based off of the Nordic way and uh, subsequently the the uh, um, British House of House of Lords and how they did things, the Parliament. Um, there was multiple different forms of things. I, I, I forget the exact formulation of it. I got up here in my founder's Bible they have they have how they actually came to the 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 root of how they built the government right. and how they wrote it into, into place. And it was much more complex than just ancient Rome. I mean, it had that had a large large part to do with it. Don't get me wrong, huh. but there was a lot more things that they took yes. into account with that. Yes, definitely. So I um, mean, but getting back to getting back to this Rittenhouse stuff, I mean, this is just this has been insanity from the get go. Okay, first of all, the 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 charges should have never been brought. Uh, they should have been dismissed without prejudice. The the minute the prosecution started playing their games of hiding evidence, uh, uh, making statements that were inflammatory in court, uh, such as exercising your Fifth Amendment right is a declaration of guilt. That has never been the case in this country oh, the, for the, as long as it has existed. Prosecutors always like to throw that one in there. Prosecutors always like to say that one just, just that way because they, they hope it gives them a quick win. That's all. That's only way that that one ever has worked and it, it has worked in the past but never in wisconsin it's always been other other states um typically more liberal states i mean just that statement alone is a violation of kyle it was a violation of any defendant's fifth amendment right so if that's a statement like that's made in any trial that trial should be uh dismissed without prejudice because that oh yeah that statement alone is a violation of your fifth amendment Absolutely, absolutely, and I mean there was there was other statements that were made in the the defense's closing uh, closing arguments. The fact that they essentially held him, um, they they essentially charged him without having any evidence was a gross violation of misconduct. I mean it was it was huge. They had to actually have evidence. It was it's called it's called probable cause for a reason. If they don't have probable cause, they should not arrest him. Not you know, to mention, granted, they he put, turned himself in. They put witnesses on the stand that they knew were committing perjury. Oh, absolutely. They, they okay. knew it was all lies. Uh, they filed a charge to which they knew there was no supporting evidence, hence the, uh, I am referring to the gun possession charge, okay? They knew <clears throat> the gun was well within legal limits, and once the judge said, okay, bring out the weapon, let's measure it. Oh, there's no need to measure it. It's, it falls within the legal limit. All right, right. 
<laughs> so, I mean, seriously. I must be talking about one of these guys right here, like I just got up on the screen. <laughs> right. I just tossed his face up there. That would be Gage Grosskreutz. I was uh, going to play some of that in, in, in this uh, in this stream, but I don't think I'll be able to get to it tonight because it's already 2.26 oh, a.m. in the, the way, morning. By the way, Gage Grosskreutz, who was a felon in possession of a firearm, yet was not charged. And no charges will be being sought because he was granted immunity. Right. As, as being for being a state's witness. Exactly. Which, you know, talk talk about a, a gross misconduct on that one. Jesus. Exactly. That's, and a double standard of that. You're going to charge this this young man for having a firearm, but uh, when he has no criminal history, yet the man who has a criminal history is a felon in possession of a firearm, which, by the way, is also a federal offense, but you're going to grant him immunity so nobody can ever charge him for it. Right. Right. And you're talking about what message we're sending to the public? That And that's precisely the point, is Basically, that they're, they're just, sending all the wrong messages. Exactly. Basically, they sent the message out that criminals can do whatever they want as long as it supports the left agenda. Exactly. And that that's really the hidden meaning behind all of this with the with the trial that that nobody's really talking about. And that's why I've also kind of found it funny is that there's been zero peeps to come out of Kenosha all day today, other than what initially happened at the courthouse and maybe in another hour afterwards with the uh, reactions from, exactly. from all the people talking under that pavilion. Now, that was that's it. That's it. I haven't heard another word out exactly. of Kenosha today. Now, to an extent, I do consider that a good thing. I am. Hoping and praying that that means that everything has remained peaceful in Kenosha, as well as the rest of the nation. But again, with no news coming out, we don't know very well. The National Guard could have had to roll in and stopped all, all outside communication. I mean, hey, if that's what they had to do to make it rock and roll, then that's what they had to do. Exactly. You know, I have no problem with that. I wish we as knew, long as that but, is what uh, they did, but I wish uh, we knew. I mean, they do say no news is good news. Uh, that's hopefully the case here. We don't know. We don't know. And like I said, that's that's where I'm going to have to round it out for the nights uh, on my end. So that's a pretty good broadcast here. We got uh, yes, uh, an hour was. and a half on it. I think we hit a record time. We're almost. You know what? We can stretch it out two more minutes, make it an even one minute forty, uh, one hour forty minutes. <laughs> but uh, um, I, I just hope the attention span of our listeners doesn't uh, waver off before that. Um, anyway, right, but right. yeah, I certainly uh, hope so as well. Tim, I want I want to thank you for joining me for tonight's broadcast. This uh, doing the simucast was a brilliant idea. Uh, and it's in spite of the fact uh, that uh, this, this stuff is infuriating, it's been a fun broadcast. You're you're, you're really always has. a pleasure really to, to, to broadcast with. Oh, thank you, sir. It's an absolute joy with you as well. 
and thank you for being a part of my podcast today over here on Rumble. I very much appreciate it, and hopefully this gives us both some more traction. <laughs> definitely, definitely, hopefully. Uh, again, Tim, we appreciate it. Uh, la- uh, ladies and gentlemen, that has been Tim with the, uh, what's the name of your show again? Eterne Veritatis. Okay, uh, if you could, please uh, send me the link that I can... Uh, Post that link in case so anybody who wants to check out your show is able to. I will do so just as soon as the the stream is ended here. Okay, wonderful. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on my end, this has been Troy Shelby and Tim Forty uh, with his show and the Rant Reloaded. Uh, and this is the Rant Reloaded saying, if today's political climate isn't pissing you off, you're simply not paying attention. Here, here. And, you have a good uh, night, you, ladies and gentlemen. Any last statements you want to make there, Tim? Oh, just uh, wish everybody a good evening and uh, hopefully a good weekend and be safe out there. Definitely. Stay safe uh, and God bless you and God bless you. Hey, this is Troy Shelby with the Rant Reloaded. You can follow us on Spotify, on Facebook, or on our website, uh, therantreloaded.com. As a matter of fact, if you go to therantreloaded.com, uh, there are is a Facebook and Spotify button to take you directly to the respective site. Uh, while you're on our site, feel free to either provide a donation or purchase... Uh, one of our official The Rant Reloaded merchandise items out of our store. Uh, any, every donation, every purchase goes to help expand this program and uh, keep it on the air. So uh, we are reaching out to ask for people's help uh, to uh, help us offset the cost of actually doing this pod- podcast. So uh, thank you for listening. God bless. And have a wonderful day. Hope to see you soon.